young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. We're back, Grassroots Podcast, quarantine style. Uh, we have a, a guest amongst us. Now, she's no stranger to the show. Um, we've had our differences on and off air. But I think quarantine has brought us all together. All of us content creators are now sticking together. And so we're going to get to the bottom of a lot of things happening in this digital era. But before we do that, uh, be sure to subscribe. Hit the noti notification button. Be notified for your latest and the greatest episodes. And that's Grassroots Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Also, be sure to subscribe to the newsletter where you can get updates on our events, streams, and other events that we're going to be working on. That said, I am Brandon Killaby-HR. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. And make sure you log into our Discord server. We're able to talk to us about music and gaming and all sorts of things. We have a great community of people there. And that's a platform for us to all come together during this quarantine time. Yes. I'm regular Nas, looking real feral looking. Bad <laughs> <Man>, regular. <laughs> and, of course, our guest for today... Hi, guys. It's your girl, Mandy B, a.k.a. Full Court Pumps from the Horrible Decisions podcast. What it do? Brandon, did you see how she peeped that had all this UK stuff over here? <laughs> look at that goddamn shirt she put on. That's look, blasphemy I, right there. Well, the funny thing is, that's literally the first thing I looked at. I said, yo, <laughs> she has on a Duke shirt. You know, I'm not going to lie. I got on and I see all the banners. I'm like, no, let's let's do the real Blue Nation and rock out for the Cameron Crazies. And I was like, let me go put on my Blue Devils gear. Uh, I don't know who that is. Who are you? Uh, uh, don't do that. Th- that's last thing I know, Nas and I are so focused on the SEC. We don't know who that team is. The ACC is all the, 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 the team that wins, but it's okay. Um, Wait, you know, the team that wins? I, it's also, okay. do we, don't we have uh-uh, like, the most do championship wins, too? Here we go. Here we go. Okay, I'm not... Calipari got check, it over. You know, y'all like, y'all like, y'all like, y'all like, y'all like. It's crazy, though, because, like... Still USC, Gamecocks. Oh, God. Wait, no, no. Wait, never. Nas, how are you Michigan and Gamecocks? Get out of here. Oh, I, said, you don't have have it. Oh, I said, don't mind you the Michigan. No, but you no, have you, it on. This you is my can't problem. Hold on, Brandon, 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 Brandon. You ever got out of the car and Brandon, this is a UK, USC kind of thing. Wait, have you been in your car for the last week? Yes. See, Brandon, you wasn't supposed to tell anybody, and here you yes, are. Snitching. Yes, yes. Okay. I want you to make it out the closet. I mean, out the, out the car, man. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts, man. Oh, my God. Jeez. So I'm let's concerned. get right into it, right? I want us to talk about how, you know, uh, before everyone looked at technology as, like, such a bad thing, and then how, like, technology is not he- helping people connect. But that's the only thing that's keeping us 
connected and together during this time. Do you feel, uh, for this is a question for everyone, do you guys feel like everyone's perception or thoughts towards technology is going to change once there's some sort of normalcy again? Uh, Mandy, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I think the idea that technology was a bad thing was just for those who wanted to argue the fact that it has been a way for us to connect. At the end of the day, um, yeah, you could talk about the social skills of people like not knowing how to meet each other in person, but in reality, I feel like I know a lot of you even just through social media, and we've had actual human interactions that came from social media. So the idea that it was really necessarily a bad thing or hindering social awareness or, or human interaction, I think is, is kind of a false narrative because it actually did bring people closer together. I mean, I know even me with traveling now, I can go to almost any city and feel like I have a friend in that city based off of connecting with them through social media. So I actually don't believe that it was ever a bad thing. And I think that the people saying it was a bad thing were just people to, to have an argument to have at all. Um, I agree. And, uh, but I kind of agree with E2. I think there's going to be a newfound respect for uh, digital right now. Like if you look at every, every major Fortune 500 or every company is shifting to remote work access and or uh, networks are now trying to figure out ways just like how we are to, you know, stream shows and put shows up and, and still can stay consistent in a digital age. I think that this is the perfect time for like just people like us. And I think it's, we're, I think we'll start to have a little bit more value once we come out of it. Concur, man. Like, yeah, I said it all. So and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but technology is going to end up pushing us and pushing society forward. So it's already been said. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're also seeing so many different things. Like, okay, so we've seen a lot of IG lives. Uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the cabin fever, but there are people that usually you would never see this kind of content that are now putting out a plethora of, like, thirst traps. We're seeing so many uh, behavioral changes in technology. Like, so I guess what what is the one thing that you, stood out to you guys? I think for me is IG lives. I feel like after... D nice and a few others went on IG Live. Like everyone, and their mothers are now on IG Live. I mean, um, I don't, I don't follow as many celebrities, but even in just the regular sphere, I guess of people, I would go on social media, and my whole, the whole top of my my phone would have everyone on Instagram Live. So it's not only the celebrities that are going on live; it's literally the day-to-day -day person who may only get three or four people in there and they're in there talking and I'm just like, there's only three people in here. I know I did. And I, I wonder what makes you continue to stay on with four people for that. You may as well just FaceTime somebody. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess then I want to ask you, Brandon, if you're, if you're getting four people on, why don't you just make like a Zoom chat or make something more intimate? Because to me, Instagram Live, you do have the idea of bringing all of your followers on to engage. And I mean, I guess there is only a small percentage because I think the celebrities are getting everyone to tune in. I know I went on live one time and everyone was like, hey go see if you can be live with Joe Budden. And I was just like, well, damn, y'all don't want to just talk to me. Why do I have to go on with Joe? Just talk to me, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I like it though. No, for me, like, but mine varies. Like I can have four and then there's times I'll have 400, 500. Right. Like, I, 
You know what I'm saying? The other night I did 7K. It, I was going to say, that's it, when Aaron's on. Because when Aaron it, is it, on, y'all have a lot that together. Was, that, was, that, was, that was me by myself. That was me by myself. I'm saying, I saw 400, but Aaron was in with you. So maybe Aaron brought it up. <laughs> oh, that was, that was after the fact. That was the tail end. I'm just being messy. That's all. I, I ain't saying nothing, B. I rock with you. I rock with you. I could easily now see. I now if I wanted to be that guy, hey. I could easily do this. Hey, chill. Uh, but because I've I'm in a better place in 2020 and I care about people, I will not do that to Mandy. Brandon, I care about don't you, make Brandon. horrible decisions, Brandon. You yeah, know I'm not gonna make a horrible decision. Hint, hint, wink, wink. I'm not gonna do that. I am going to concede and say, hey, you got me with that joke. You got me. Um but the only thing if I'm keeping in the buck, um, don't this is only the I'm, I'm I can literally count on my hands how many times I went live. This morning was six with, with, with Joe, literally. And it was all of, like, six seconds because I was playing a game and I didn't want to talk. Like, I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't, um, like, it. all of this is new to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, sometimes I just go up there and just kick it and then I'll go back and look at the views. And then sometimes there's, you know, it just varies. I don't know. I don't really care that much either, though. Sometimes I, I just be going to, kit, to chill. Can I ask you guys, as creatives and as being one of the very few podcasts that have been able to monetize. Do you view Instagram live in a certain light because it does take away kind of the monetization factor of it? Um, so that, you know, a lot of people aren't able to monetize, even if they bring all those viewers and listeners, it doesn't really translate monetarily. So that's my only thing too. That's my only thing why I don't go live crazy. Okay. I think it's good thing that, promotion. Oh, Wilson, you want to go? Hey, yeah. Wilson. Hey, what's up? Did Yellow. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me trust my... I didn't even know you were here. The clothes hangers are back, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on, but do you see the hat? I got to show people the wardrobe in the back. Do you see the conference he's representing? Do you see the hat? Got the clothes in the back. Let's not get distracted. Let's... let. Chill out. CC, baby. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I thought Grassroots was a little better than this. We got a guy in a car and one in a closet. Like, come on. How are y'all really splitting the money here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just try to make it work right now. Um, Y'all saw Tory Lane's quarantine radio? I, oh yes. God! I'm so wow. embarrassed by people that I thought were my friends, and yeah, I'm sorry if you're lit. pouring milk in your ass. I don't know if we could be friends it's after too this. Much, man, it's too mm-hmm. much. I, I, I'm I, I, y'all know me. Of course you would be. I'm cool, man. He's gonna I, have to I continue am, that after. Yo, they're gonna block him from social media. Is what's gonna happen? You're not gonna be able 100%. to one hundred percent pouring milk on naked women and and all, all of that's gonna change like yeah like stuff. we could really get into that i'm honestly i don't like it and i know that that sounds crazy i'm supposed to be a man and all i get it i don't like it i, I feel like it's, it's so much other things going on we should be sharing information on you're more supposed to things. like it i'm i'm over here supposed to be pro sex work queen and yeah. i don't like it yeah. like i'm someone who actually like has nothing against sex workers women who want to engage in things for money yeah. um but I mean, it's it's tasteless right now, and it's actually showing too just how many people literally have nothing else to offer, and so yeah. you're not able to go out and have sex for money. So this is literally all you have to offer, and now you're exposing yourself to hundred thousands of people for free. Because yeah, you may be getting a couple cash app dollars here and there. Yeah, you may be getting a few more followers, but you're still like just doing this 
or what? Yo, you, you but, gotta, I think you, another you, thing but, with but this situation been doing it on IG, too. I think with this situation, there's too, ass it's all over starting IG. to show. It's starting to show like how there's certain celebs and there's certain people that relied on other people to create the content for them. And I think mm. now it levels the playing field for everyone. So it's really seeing who is original, who is not. And also with the monetization aspect of it, I think people have to realize as content creators and then why, like why grassroots is continuing to build and grow is that every content piece shouldn't have a purpose of making money from it. There needs yeah, to be right. your content piece that you make money from, your content piece to keep your audience engaged and to keep your following engaged, your content or, or something like IG Lives or something to allow people to get to know you to become mm -hmm. loyal fans and you can have that a thousand loyal fan concept, which is like if you have a thousand true fans, they will spend the money and they'll get you more profit. A lot of times people go into it like trying to sell something, try to sell something, and that's not what it is. And there's certain people that are getting... Are uh, being shown as having that perspective or being fake right now. And you right. can tell. You can tell who's actually being genuine and real right now because all they have is just their freaking phone and camera and are putting it towards their faces and they're not having those well produced content pieces anymore. Right. Yeah. I don't like that Tory Lane's. Uh, that shit is, be honest with you, is lame to me. I get all that, all that ass I could see on. The internet, like just wait, wait, on, on Instagram. You're saying that you're saying him getting uh, it's not it or him or the, him, him displaying it. Him displaying it is not original. Oh, okay. Okay. It, it's okay. not original. Okay. Instagram and Instagram already said the CEO already said as long as he doesn't show nudity, I'm gonna let him rock. I mean, it's but he's not the him. only one doing it. Big Fendi oh, was doing it. He got off. Justin LaBoy has some other. I guess his is called what is it? Demon Time or some shit I don't like know. that. Little, Little Duvall had the workout. Uh, video thing and they shut yeah, like down. This. All right. Oh, you guys got so you have some celebrity behind your name and you can get these some of these women to do whatever you want. I can go on any porn site and see that. I don't I don't have to go to your Instagram live. To me it, it lacks creativity. It's it's not original. It's lame to me. So what's the other option then? That's the problem. Everyone is everyone is 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 trying to figure it out. And One that's what I was going to say. Yeah, like how, we, like I, even I, when I've you said, go ahead, go, go ahead, Brendan. Oh, no, I was going to say just even, Aaron, you talked about like creating content with well, like with good production. I'll be honest to you, I don't have a team. So like even with me, like uh, there's another show that I've kind of had to put on hold because we had the idea of having a set, a camera person, someone to mic us up and things like that. And in reality, you can't really have that in this space because we all are practicing social distancing. Like, look at all of us. You have a guy in his closet in his car because we can't, we can't all man, meet up at the same spot. Man, man, you're taking a lot of shots out here. <laughs> you're taking a lot of shots. I'm just saying, like, you can't really... How well can you produce content if it's not literally on TikTok or with your phone? But I think that people have to understand quality does not mean highly produced content. Quality can be the substance of your content and what your fans want. I think right now people are overthinking like, oh, I got to have it be like this. Oh, if I do just like a film on my phone, it's not going to be enough. That is definitely not true. I've had some janky ass streams when I was playing video games with celebs, but people just like the conversation. I think right. it needs, people have to think more of a basic foundation and think outside the box in the sense of, okay, this is something I want to do. How simple can I make it? And that's what I'm saying. Right now is actually a good time to be a content creator.
because you literally don't have to worry about having a high-end camera. You can worry about the format of the content, the storyline, right. the conversations, mm -hmm. the people, the, the what really, really holds people in. And then later on, when things are back to some sort of normalcy, then you can get it, make it high quality or you can buy more equipment bit by bit. But I think that's the problem is like, people think that the way of content right now has to be like a 4K camera and stuff. And, that, and that's not true at all. Right. What, what if, what if, and I'm just saying this because we were just talking about them, Tory Lanez, right? As an artist, what if you went on live and just asked people, send, send me your submissions, sing for me, rap for me. I want to jump on some of these undiscovered artist records and do, and do that through live instead of, what he's doing. I'm, I'm just using him as an example because we were just speaking about him. I'm not well, hard. Well, well, that's what I do. Sex sells. He also right. had he also had a mixtape dropping that night. And by me watching that, I heard him say that. I went and I downloaded it. Was it good? Yeah, I like it. I heard it's good. Yeah. It it's dope. better it's reviews. Dope. Yeah. It's dope. It's dope. So, but I just feel like it's gimmicky. I feel like... Yeah, I feel like I'm saying you asked, you asked me what the alternative was. Uh -huh. and, and he was also funny. Let's not diminish him in that way. His personality was pretty funny on those lives. So, but yeah, but Tori is, is a funny guy. It's not about funny. It's it's for me. It's about substance. Like, what is what is that contributing to a pandemic? And maybe that's too serious. Maybe I'm. I'm it made me happy. deep with it. I know, but then on, on but but then on the flip side, it it just I I don't know. It just I don't I don't see what what you get out of it. Like once in a while, cool. Like on on a Friday night or whatever, like cool. Like if you even if even if it was done like how D Nice does his, where he just random is like, "Yo, I'm I'm going live." So, cool. so so you feel like there's a difference between you going to a strip club and you watching Toy Lane's IG quarantine radio? In this climate, yes. I'm not going to a strip club mm -hmm. in 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 COVID. Well, well, we can't right now, but that's but that's my point. That's my point. And even if I could, I, I wouldn't because what does that serve me right now in COVID land? Okay, well, so if there was no COVID going on, it'd be fine what he's doing. Clearly, yeah. I mean, okay, okay, okay. That, that shit is all. See what that you're all have, that, that all happens regardless, right? We, you, none of us can scroll down anyone, any one of our pages, and not see some form of nudity. And that could be from a swimsuit, that could be from a friend, that can be from a vacation. Yeah. It could be your own shit. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is in this climate, mm -hmm. what what purpose does that serve in trying to survive as a humanity? I guess, I mean, if I'm going to be someone who can speak up for, I guess, that culture or and I'm not sex sending. work. I'm, I'm well, not yeah, sending. but but I would I'm say, I mean, OnlyFans in the month of March went up by 75%. This is how not only a lot of people are consuming because they can't see real people. And this is their way to, you know... I guess get a little horny and touch on themselves for the women. This is the way that they're making money because you have the girls that can't go to the strip club anymore. Okay. You have the girls can that, that can't get flown out anymore. So as far as for a purpose, I know that yes, at the end of the day, this does transcend for money for them. So yes, I get it for them, but that. just as far as the overall climate it's just like, eh, it's not really needed. Like, not to the point where I'm on Instagram and it's literally what I'm seeing. And mind you, there's no age limits on Instagram. So it's, once again, for all of the kids who are at home, also on their devices because they're no longer in school, it's opening up this shit on platforms that you normally wouldn't think your child could see a, a girl busting it wide open or sticking bottles in her pussy. But now it's on this platform that although you may follow Tory Lanez because you like his music, now you're seeing something else. And now it's the parents having to find, you know, this is what the children are seeing on, on their yeah. shit now. Yeah, even on a basic level, like I've been seeing 
and and this is like no shade to any of the people that I know, but like I've also even seen like certain friends on on Instagram, on Insta stories and stuff, uh, posting um, content of themselves wearing little clothes, and that's like something that they usually don't do. And I think also another thing to keep in mind is just everyone is everyone deals with uh, traumatic experiences in different ways. And some people, their way of dealing with their loneliness, being at home by themselves or anything like that is to post this kind of content. Now it's, it's not the content that I've seen, even from like the thirst traps, quote unquote, haven't been anything where it's like, Oh, they're fully naked, but it just seems a little out of character uh, in terms of people that I personally know and from what I see. But I also have to remind myself that some people uh, deal with traumatic experiences or traumatic moments with humor. And some people are telling mad jokes right now. Sometimes people think it's out of taste. It's, it's Excuse me, it's tasteless. Some people, you know, just are on there are people who are literally on bumble and dating apps right now just so they can just have for attention interaction yep you know so it's very it's everyone is not going away uh, going about it in, in the normal way that they do and they're trying to find healthy ways and healthy outlets to do it and some of it is just showing off a little skin you know so here's the other thing i thought about too is it that we're looking at it excessively because we now have time to actually look at it. Because I, I don't, I don't know about y'all. I haven't looked at my phone this much in a very, very long time where I'm just like this, just because there's nothing to do. Like you either getting news updates or you're getting uh, a feed update or you're just in your phone because you're bored. So do you think it's a little bit of that? Like now that we have time to actually focus in on what type of uh, content we're actually consuming. Now we, we have a problem with it. You get what um, I'm saying? I'll be honest. I think that as content creators, I'm on my phone often anyways, whether I'm creating something on Canva, whether I'm on the timeline engaging on Twitter, whether I'm finding a, a new way, you know, maybe new highlights for my Instagram story or posting to my story or going live. Um, I feel like I've constantly been on my phone. So mm -hmm. it's not anything, but I do see just more things coming across the timeline as is. I don't think that mm -hmm. I've gotten on my phone any more than what I was. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe more actually phone conversations. I actually hate talking on the phone. And Me I too. normally only talk on the phone when I'm commuting. But because I'm not even commuting in between places anymore, I'm like, fuck, let me sit on my couch and call someone. Um, because I normally actually don't like, once I'm home, I like to disconnect from the world. Yeah. As far as on my phone, I'll scroll or I'll, that'll be my TV time. But now, goddamn, I'm on my phone and I'm on, I'm watching TV. Like, yeah. so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I have a I have a question for you guys. I, I've noticed that, you know, I feel like during this time, especially when we all have quote unquote broken relationships, we all have friendships that have ended before or troubling uh, relationships with different people. Do you feel like this time has allowed, or, or at least for you guys, has this time made you think about fixing those relationships? Has this time made you um, become closer to certain friends or become closer to certain people that you wouldn't expect to? Because I've been, I, I've had people reach out to me to see how I'm doing and talking to me. And they're not people that I, even before that I was talking to all the time. And I feel like my, my relationships with certain people, I've developed new relationships. I feel like certain relationships have gotten bigger and stronger. And I also feel like certain relationships right now are, are a little bit on a halt, but it's understandable with what everyone's going through. I mean, we've we've been on lockdown for a month. I, I think tomorrow, um, since about what March fifteenth, March seventeenth, or something around there. Um, it's been four weeks. 
No, nothing has changed with my friendships, my relationships. Um, it honestly hasn't even been that long um, yeah. for people to just, you know, start changing our relationships. I will say I've been, I've been kind of judging my friends. Um, this is a pandemic. And so my friends that are taking this lightly or still like um, not doing social distancing or the friends that are continuing to go out despite what the government says, I'm like, bitch, do you not want to be my friend anymore? Because you're the reason why I'm not having a summer. So I literally am just continuously having the conversations with people who I feel like aren't taking this as serious. But I think it's only been a month. I'm not yeah. going... So yeah, it's still been fairly early. So what, so what about what about for yourself? Have you, have you had any, like, self-growth or self-analysis because that's why I feel I feel like I'm turning into a butterfly out here okay. <laughs> really, I'm really growing. It, it has me thinking a lot <laughs> about what I've been doing and what I'm gonna do when I come out of this so can I ask you then yeah. um before uh, we get on, into maybe on, no I want to ask him like what is self-growth he just called himself a butterfly he, he did why not he's just Yo. like my man's metamorphosis man right the closet is changing him, man. He's I, I was him about down, to say man. his his cocoon is in the closet. It's a cocoon. Yeah, yeah. Cocoon. <laughs> oh, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, oh, you trying to say I'm a moth? You, <laughs> right now, you're a moth right now. So, so what have you learned being stuck in a closet during this time? Um, <laughs> like, what what parts of yourself do you feel like you've experienced growth? Uh, more so, it has me thinking about things that I've been pursuing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's making me uh, think about how I invest my time, for the most part. So, yeah, that's me. What, what, what about for y'all? Stay down there as much as possible. Man. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> how you know? How you know this is the down? How you know this is like, up? No, nah, this is down. Listen, I love that. I, I, I love this energy right now, man. Keep that up. Um, it's uh -huh. funny because so, so, so ain't nobody else change. Uh, for no, me, it's, it's, I mean, I've I've kind of noticed something um, about my interaction with men. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm going to actually be working on that. Basically, what I've noticed is kind of the emphasis that I had on sexual relationships with men. Yeah. Um, and my... Has anybody tried to slide through during the quarantine? Oh, nigga, but in the first week, I was considering flying <laughs> niggas up for the $35. I was like, oh, yeah, let me put you on a flight. But, <laughs> You'd be a part of the problem. No, but no one no one got on a flight. I uh, ended up not doing it. But what I did was I, I actually had to have a self-reflection because the idea of not being able to be around people, specifically men and engaging in sexual activity... I saw myself a little bit going crazy in the beginning. And then when I was getting those guys that were legitimately just hitting me up to check on me, I was just like, nigga, I don't want no pen pal. Why are you hitting me up? We can't see each other. And it was in that split kind of second where I had to realize like, damn, I, I really don't even try to emotionally connect to really anyone. And it's just like, if I'm not able to get sex out of you or maybe a trip or something like that, I feel like I'm getting out of it, then I really don't want anything out of you. And so it was me taking the step back to maybe realizing why I haven't had a relationship because I'm putting so much emphasis on the sexual relationship with somebody that now that sex isn't an option, I realized like, damn, I do really just have, don't, don't, do don't do this, Randy. I, I just want to say, I just want to say, I told you Growth. This. Growth, okay. <laughs> Listen, I want to say right now on camera, I'm proud of you two. You two, right there. You two. Growth, man. Uh, and then I think, I think negative stuff, man. Nothing wrong with it. I mean, and outside of just connection to other people, 
I realized kind of how OCD I am with having a schedule. So I literally still set my alarm clock every morning, even though I have nothing to wake up to. I'm setting my alarm. Um, I'm finding hours in each day that I need to be doing something. So like I'm making sure I don't turn on my TV until a certain time. Or if I turn on my TV during the day, this is only done between this hour. Then I have to get on the computer and send an email. Even if I have no one to fucking email, I'm like, wait, I have an email list. Let me send out some graphics. Let me create some graphics. Let me, you know, I even started um, a podcast called The Rona Report. The Rona Report is literally something not even that I do daily. I maybe drop every day, every couple days. Um, and it's literally just so that I can come on and finesse and, and practice editing audio. And work on not saying, um, I have a really bad habit of saying, um, so I'm like, okay, if I have to record by myself for 17 minutes, this is where I can focus on how I speak for long periods of time. So I'm just trying to better myself. But yeah. yeah. I want to know what y'all two are doing. What are you, what are you guys doing? What what, what are you you guys doing? What's happening? Yo, Nas, you want to go first? Not, you go first, Aaron. Let me get one of y'all go. Gather your thoughts in that small yo, ass yo, car. Yo, okay. yo, Nas oh, um. wearing a wave cap. He's just <laughs> working on his waves during this. Uh... No. So for me personally, um, the what I've been working on was something that I started to work on before, uh, which is more so of, of of allowing myself to open up and allow myself to fully be myself, especially within this entertainment industry. Um, because even even when I was um, started out, you know, uh, the entertainment industry, the gaming industry, and all of that, there's so many so many um, um, expectations of who you should be, how you should be, and how you should present yourself. And as someone for myself, it was it was one of those things that I struggled with even before, because you know, like you guys all know, I'm not like a super super femme woman. But I'm not like a super super tomboy. I'm I'm like a weird in between person and. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things about myself that I, I didn't, I was so afraid of, of people seeing or finding out and, and judging me for, which is obviously like how I present myself, my orientation, like all these different things. And I feel like during that time, uh, it was like, what, like, Brandon, was it like two months ago when I started having a conversation with you? I decided uh, that yeah, I'm going to be myself, 100% myself, whether people liked it or not. Because when I was younger, I was always, I was bullied for, for being me, being a nerd, liking video games, all that stuff. Yeah. And that was something that was always within me, that I was always so concerned about what people thought. Even when I felt like I, I didn't give a fuck, there was still that level where I did. And I feel like I've gotten to the point where I'm understanding myself a lot more and I'm understanding like the kind of person I want to be, where I want to go, the growth. And I feel like I'm really getting to the point where I'm not giving a fuck and I'm going to be myself. Because even throughout my entire career, I've constantly have proven people wrong. I've had people tell me, oh, you can't do broadcast. You can't do TV because you're not like the blonde, super femme kind of mold. But then that's exactly what I'm doing right now. And Grassroots Podcast has allowed me to open up and to be like, you know what? I'm going to be my full self, whether people are like it or not. Because I think another thing, too, is I'm starting to realize that I'm a role model for various people. And I'm especially I'm a role model for um, Black, Latin, LGBTQ plus people in the gaming esports space. So it's so important mm-hmm. for me to have the best representation of myself out there. But in order for me to have that, I have to be the I, I have to love me for who I am first. And I've been mm-hmm. working on that. And I honestly, this is the most 
sound and comfortable and the most love that I've ever had for myself, like for my entire life. And I'm just constantly working on doing more and more and, and utilizing my content and platform to help others find that pathway too for themselves right now. Mm. That's what's up, man. Yeah, we can okay. see it. I've been mad yeah, that asking. brought a tear to my eye. Yeah. <laughs> Where that at? Did that tear fall on that shirt? Did it ruin it? Uh-uh, don't do that. It ain't never gonna be ruined. <laughs> that's growth man that's that's important like coming from where it was two months ago to now that's important again hats off <laughs> now it's three of y'all i'm proud of three of y'all i'm proud of because again the conversations that i've had with you guys individually to where you guys are now you can see it i feel like this pandemic is supposed to teach you stuff like that it's supposed to teach Agreed. you to, to value life. It's supposed to teach you to value things that are really, really important. Things that you thought were important really aren't important. Like, yeah. you know, you, you, I, I saw a meme the other day. Someone said, um, damn, don't you miss the days where you used to wake up and to be able to complain and say, damn, it's Monday. I hate that I have to go to the office. Now you got people saying, oh my God, what I wouldn't give to go to the office. Oh my God, I'm out of a job. What am I supposed to do for income? Like, Thing, mm -hmm. th things could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> things could be much, much worse. So not to, again, cut you off, uh, Wilson, but yeah, oh, I, I salute y'all. That's, that's fine. For real. Word. Nas? I don't know, man. Let's look at this as a therapy session. Are you just trying to figure it out? Because that's okay, too. We all trying to just figure it out. Like, no, from, from content creating to, to, to being in this space to adjusting to even wearing a mask. I get freaked out even having to wear the mask because I have asthma and I have a trouble breathing through the mask. So what are you adjusting? I hate the masks. Oh, oh my, my God. God. And like and with the weather, like my lips been chapped, put it on the Yo, chest if first, see, makes it stick to listen, the, the mask. Listen, listen. But then also the fact that going out now, you feel like the outsider by not having a mask. It's like yes. you look crazy if you don't have a mask on so, to where now the norm is everyone having a mask. I'm not going to lie. I literally feel like I am in a movie at this yep. very moment. Like yep. every time yep. I step yep. outside, I'm just like, shit, is this what the new norm will be? Will yeah. we have to ration out our groceries? Will there be lines to only let a certain amount of people in? Mm -hmm. And then what's been really interesting is seeing the things that we may lose, such as movie theaters, that they're talking AMC, about that being AMC something that may never gone. open. You know what I mean? Like, and and even the idea of will festival, how soon will we have a festival ever again? Will they allow that many people in one space again? That's, and so that's what I'm saying, man. a lot of things, things that became our norm, I think we may see as not ever not existing anymore. Yeah. This is this what I this is what I do during quarantine. I just sit back and watch because I car. never like yeah, well, yeah. I never, I never went to a festival. I never, I never went to concerts. I never had, I never had an urge to go. So when people say like they're gonna lose that stuff, is to me, okay, it's like, okay. Okay, so let me break it down for you then. Right. You guys had a very successful live show. That is a Don't. large gathering of people. Yeah. Imagine something like that never being able to happen again because we're in a space. Well, we, you we guys had, but that's what I'm let's saying. Let's the on the crazy talk. It's not a crazy talk. That is, that is a social gathering of well over 100 people. I mean, shit, we had a show in Atlanta that we had to cancel that had 700 people that we had to cancel because of the pandemic. And so... Like the idea that that even something to that caliber, I mean, we are content creators. So yeah, we're not 
we're not musicians where we're a part of these live, live concert halls or things like that, but we still do want to bring our followers to view us live. And we're having crowds of well over a hundred people right now. We can't have a social gathering past 10. And even before that it was 50. So I don't, I'm just wondering to the point if they're even going to cap what we can have as far as our audiences, you know, I think eventually what will happen is there'll be a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Right. And and people or, or, and then, or at least a home test. Yeah. Either you're going to get vaccinated or you're not. But this is what happens when people don't get vaccinated, get vaccinated, whether you believe in it or not. As far as the quarantine and, you know, my perspective, I've always kind of been by myself. I never really liked hanging out with people. So my adjustment more so is being around my wife and my children, although I love them. I really really, truly value my, my personal space yeah. more than that's, ever. That's why he's in his like, car. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just being honest. Like, when people say, like, damn, I wish I could go out here, go out here, I was always comfortable going home and being by myself and being, you know, a hermit. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, need, I didn't need that social interaction. Like, my brother is dying. Oh, my I'm bro- dying. My, my, my mom is like, they need that, that, oh, I need to be around people. I need, I need, and my, and my mother's going out. And she's the exact person who the government tells to sit the fuck down. Right. Because she has, she has a, an immune deficiency issue. Yeah. But her ass is out. You know, she's moving and grooving. Tell her sit down, man. It ain't she no joke. You gotta sit her ass yeah. down. Ain't no joke. I'm telling you. I, I can say that until I'm blue in the face. And I and everybody in the family has told her. But she needs, she needs that but interaction. no, and this isn't about your mom, but I, I mean, I'll say for, for people like that, I think... More than anything, we're seeing the selfishness of specifically the American people, Um, like people whose birthdays are passing and they still feel like, well, it's my birthday, so I'm not going to let this stop me from having a party or like, so it's really the selfishness because even and and unfortunately, she's someone who this could negatively affect. But I know specifically to the younger people who feel like they're healthy and, and they'll just get through it like a common cold, they're not seeing how if they have it and they pass it to someone who has children or family members with immunodeficiency issues, like why this is the this. I, and it, I don't know. A lot of people are selfish, bro. I also yeah. think that people who aren't around the New York City area, area don't fully understand. They don't. It's like, for us, we know people who who have members who died from this. Like, literally, I think the other day, it was like 700 deaths. A 12-year-old died. So this yeah. area is impacted heavy. You know what this kind of reminds me of? This kind of reminds me of 9-11, where New York City area was impacted so much from 9-11, and we still remember. I vividly remember everything that happened on 9-11. But I have friends and people who are in, like, Kentucky or the Midwest that they're like, oh, we can't really remember it because we weren't impacted by it. I I feel yeah. like as it, as you move farther away from the epicenter and like Washington and even a little bit of California, it's like people are like, oh, because it's not because I don't know that many people are getting impacted. So it's mm-hmm. really not that bad. But it's like, no, this shit is really bad. I have yeah. friends so in Georgia like and Florida in that are like that. area group. I feel like we become closer because we really know how real this shit is right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I have a lot of people that have hit me, reached out from like California, all over the place. And they, and they all either say hey, is it really as bad as they say it is? Or, hey, how are you guys doing? We know it's really bad over there. Like, I've never gotten like, hey, it's not that serious over there. Like, so when you, you know, when you see those people that don't take it seriously, a lot of times, 
uh, you'll have those cases where, again, like the, the ball player from, I can't think of the name from the NBA, where he didn't take it serious. You know what I'm saying? Rudy Gobert. Like, Never yeah, Rudy. forget that man's name. Yeah, Never like, forget. And, not, and, and let me be clear, not not shunning him, because, again, like I said, taking Nobody knew it was, was really serious I, at that time. And, and that's what I'm saying. I was the same thing. I, I, I looked at that press conference and laughed. But then again, now seeing the seriousness of it, you'll never see me laugh again. I, I may even go and have a conversation with someone and say, hey, look, this is serious. You may want to be a little bit more careful because you playing and touching a doorknob thinking it's a joke. You could go and infect 20 people. And then what? You got to live with it. So. Oh, um, yeah, no, I was going to say um, we actually <laughs> pre-recorded an episode and. um I had to go back in and put a disclaimer because, it was, again, it was done before it got serious. And, yeah. you know, I went in there joking. This was when we thought black people couldn't get it. And remember that? Remember that? Remember, <laughs> remember that time? Oh, so yeah. They're had, like, oh, Africa's fine. You know, black people are fine. And, and yeah, you know, I'm mixed. So I was like, oh, I'm good. Um, yeah. And so I literally had to put, throw in a disclaimer and be like, hey, guys, sorry for the insensitivity. What y'all know? I don't be liking big words forever, but yeah. whatever. It was insensitivity. insensitivity. There you go. That word, bitch. That word. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to let them know, like the jokes were made prior to us really seeing just how serious this was. Um, but yeah, we were making all the jokes, and so it is crazy that you know he got it, and then I'm not even gonna lie. Even when he got it, we were like, "But ain't that nigga from France?" That's Europe. So he don't really yeah. count as being black. And then Donovan Mitchell got it. And we was like, oh, that's a nigga. Okay, yeah, we can yeah, get yeah. it. <laughs> once once Donovan got it, I knew that was going to spread like wildfire. Right. Like, and he's moment, young. That's my thing. And, yeah. and that was my other thing. He was young. So I was like, all right, they already killed that whole uh, rumor of, oh, young people can't get it and black folks can't get it. I was like, oh, nope, that's out of here. So now what? What are we going to say now? Right. Well, well, right. well, now they're saying that black people are suffering from it disproportionately. Yeah, yeah now, now we're the ones dying because, the most. because of the diabetes yeah. and all yeah. that. Yeah. My mom got I diabetes mean, and Lyme disease. I was afraid to take the mail from her yesterday. Yeah, don't yeah. go. Listen, my mom is yeah. diabetic. I haven't even hugged my mom in a month. I literally, she'll be on the whole other side of the room. Like, yeah. don't. It's like yeah. I go to check in and, and stay there, but no, keep it light. I need to, I need to know what, what side of the fence these conspiracy people are on. Because at the beginning of this, is black people can't get it, and they're, you know, I'm black, I'm good. Well, but, uh, I, and now it's like, well, <laughs> the government did it to kill all the black people. It's like your family. Well, I need, you know I need it, 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 ก็ไม่ได้ก็ไม่ได้ก็ไม่ได้ก็ไม่ได้ก็ไม่ได้ก็ไม่ได้ก็ไม่ได้ก็ไม่ได้ก็ไม่ได้ก็ไม่ได้
Yeah. Oh, well, I've been doing the coffee and six shots a day in my house. So yeah, I got yeah. my, my bar is lit. I've been drinking. I ain't even going to hold you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, liquor is I, still flowing in this house, baby. Wait, yeah, so are we, yeah. we going to take a shot for my birthday then? Oh, let's I'm with do it. it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. Next one. Actually, look, I'm at my desk right now. Uh, yeah, look, there's a I shot glass right at my desk. I'll, say, I'll go get a shot right now. Yeah. Uh, well, this it, episode's dropping on Tuesday, so tomorrow, which will be Wednesday, Wednesday. we're doing shots. Yeah, Wednesday we're doing shots. Hey. This is the idea that I had. Yo, can we do like a live, like grassroots, like drinking game with people? Is I'm that with possible? It. So Ooh. with with our with our patrons, I actually played a game of Never Have I Ever. And mm-hmm. everyone like had to put up their hand. Mm-hmm. And if you actually, if you did do it, we were looking for the biggest hoe. So if you did do it, you put your <laughs> finger down and you still had to drink. So if you was a big hoe, you got drunk. If you ain't do nothing, we was like, nah, you can't come again. You can't play no more. So much substance talk to go to looking for the biggest hoe. Got oh, it was way. fun. It was fun. And then like for the crazy questions that we asked, if they put their hand down, we kind of did like a story time. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's, let's get back I'm to talk about content creating because Brandon yeah. is not here for the yeah. DP yeah. conversation. I'm not. I'm not here. You know what? You know what? I actually wouldn't mind having like it doesn't have to even be like a shots like never have I ever, but even just having like just like a like a happy hour with with our supporters where we just we get a, yeah. we get some drinks, we allow them to ask us questions, we chat, yeah. we have a good time. Maybe we could. I mean, let's we could it. figure out something fun to do. But I think that that will definitely work. I've been starting to do like quote unquote happy hours with my friends, even my coworkers now and then. Like we have scheduled hangouts every oh, week. Oh wow! We come in and, and we talk with each other. Yeah. Nah, I be yeah. drinking starting at eleven. Once I feel like okay, I'm up and out and about. Let me pour yeah, me a glass of wine. I don't know what yeah. time is. Like, I, had I, don't be- like- I, had, I had a beer for breakfast. Like I, yeah. I don't like it's whatever. <laughs> yo, by the, yo, yo, by the way, last episode I felt a little bit alcohol shamed. Because it was like three in the afternoon, and I already had a like a little bit of whiskey, and they was well, asking me what I was drinking. Know. I was like, "Whoa!" It's, it's because you came on drunk. You stumbled. The mic <laughs> tipped. Like it was a lot happening. <laughs> it was a lot happening. You know, I'm gonna let you rock. I'm gonna let you rock because that's funny. But that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> just let that's me not rock. True. Just let me rock. The story is way better that way. Yeah, <laughs> you put it. It's, it's yo three o'clock on a Sunday. You're allowed to drink. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I was in my house. I was yeah, two vodka yeah, soda limes that. in. And so I actually took a nap at one and woke up just for this recording. So I didn't already yeah. got drunk and yeah. fell out today. Well, no, I, I, again, y'all was cracking on me when I came on. Y'all was like, I look crazy. But I was like, yeah, I, I, like, I don't care. I'm slumming it in my house. I shaved for the first time yesterday. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't know. Like, I, I literally uh, yesterday thought that yesterday was Friday for a good portion of the day. <laughs> Like dead ass, I missed a meeting. Like I'm dead serious. All jokes aside, yo, yo, like I, yo, yo, I'm what? starting to mess yo, with what me. Bet, yo, 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 what bet do we have to make to make you grow a raw beard, man? I'm tired of this. I'm tired. I'm tired of this trimmed up beard that you always got. Me? Why does everyone keep asking me? To nah, grow man. Yo, you gotta grow a Ross, bro. Oh, oh Brandon I froze. Don't know. Brandon, do you? Conveniently. Do you? Brandon got to stop stealing his neighbor's Wi-Fi. I ain't even going to hold you like Jesus. <laughs> Yo, Brandon's Wi-Fi is trash. It's so trash. He's the only one that's been lagging. Now he's yeah. frozen. Yeah, he's it okay. took him forever to get on. Like, come on, Brandon. You're, you're supposed to be the star yeah. here. Man. We really got to talk about these percentages yeah, 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 and how they're broken down. Streaming from a loaf of bread. Come on, man. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? He's stuck. The no way gamer. that he's stuck, it looks like he's smirking at all y'all right now. I know. I can't, I can't see anything. I'm on the, I'm on the phone, so. 
Yeah. You know, my sense of time has been completely lost. Like I've been trying, I've been trying to schedule everything on my calendar just so no, I know same. what day and what is going on. Everything from okay, this is the meeting I have to have, the call that I have to have. This is when I need to stream. I even I even schedule time saying, hey, get your ass up and go make lunch. Like <laughs> I feel like I have to schedule everything just so I even know what time it is, what day it is, because everything just feels like a blur at this point. Yeah, well, you have to because, you know, you go, if you lose yourself, if you're just home, like my, with my job, I have to go out, right? But if you're home and you've just been home all day, every day, and you, you have all these virtual meetings, you can kind of get lost in that. But I want to go back to something real quick. Movie theaters might be going away. Yeah, you this didn't hear that. Possibly. AMC AMC um, doesn't have enough credit to sustain during this this time, and so they may like uh, eventually kind of like American Apparel and things that we didn't think would ever go. They issue they they file for bankruptcy, um, and so it may be something to where it may never come back. Don't say like that. the no. whole idea of movie theaters. Yeah, man, I can see that can go like blockbuster because now we no. got netflix we got hulu no. we got everything man everything is streaming oh. now and i'm not even lying it, it always amazes <clears> me <throat> how quick movies come out after being in the theater like be like yo this movie just came out and i'm on a delta flight and yeah. nigga now i can watch it for free during my flight that's i'm like sexy. this shit just came out like two months ago yeah that's when i was a kid the expensive though that's the that, problem word people be sneaking snacks in now because that shit's like 30 dollars for popcorn like it what? is yeah, that's it's crazy that's you have to are getting 15 20 million dollars a movie so you gotta they have to make up the money somehow you got you got a big budget project that's 300 400 million dollars you gonna charge somebody six dollars to get in the movie theater i heard that's where the money really comes from though is the concession stand like, yeah. Really? I don't, I don't know how that yeah, works. Yeah, I mean, but, but I mean, but in New York, like even if you go to a bootleg, like the Magic Johnson Theater, here in New York, an adult ticket is damn near twenty dollars a ticket to see a movie. Now yeah. it's not six dollars. Even matinee, I think, yeah. is like twelve. So mm-hmm. I'm it's just really definitely sad, not though, cheap man. here. I'm really sad because I, I like I enjoy going to the movies. I so really do I. Do. Yeah, I mean the movies are cool. I, I don't think it's gonna go away though. I, I think I once the entire thing clears up, you gotta have like movie theaters and whatnot. Because it's a place for cheap dates, place to bring your kids. That is not a cheap date. Hold on. Not anymore. Well no, it, Netflix. I was about In to comparison say, to dinner? Um, actually, there's a lot of movie theaters now that now offer meals while you're there. But That's like, true. But, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, far. but Wilson, we're not high schoolers. Who's going <laughs> on a movie date as a first date? Like, I want to be able to talk to Whoa. you if we're on a date. Well, you just now threw out first, and now that you're talking about me, I'm, I'm being sorry. on a date. I'm I think, sorry. I think I said, hold on, hold on, hold on, because since we're talking about me and you being on a date, I, saw, I think I saw you in the Forbes magazine? Uh-uh, don't do that. I did wish I, I was in Forbes. I wish I was in Forbes. I wish I was in Forbes. I wish I was in Forbes. Uh-uh, nope, none of that. Yeah, yeah, because right now, Mandy, girl, you looking good as Oprah's bank Chill, but you know what? I'll tell you, I don't care how much money I make. I'm still one of these women who the man is going to pay for everything, at least for our first 10 dates. If you want to, like, I'm broke if I'm with a man. Hold first ten before I offer oh, first date. Hold, 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 Are you at least? Hold on, that's that's cool. But are you at least offering to pay the tip? Offering to pay what? And you're probably paying for my Uber to get me home safe at night. What are you talking about? Hold on, wait. Where, where did this conversation? <laughs> <happen? Somebody laughs> about recap beer. it. Recap it, Mandy. Well, well, recap well, what man, you said. Well, well me okay, and Mandy so, are out on a date. 
Okay. okay so wait, no, 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 no. That's not Brandon. So the, the conversation started because we started talking about possibly going back to what what things may be obsolete once this ends. So we started talking about movies okay. again, the cost of going on a on on a movie, a date, you know, a date to the movies, and. Okay. Um, Wilson said it's a cheap date, and me and Aaron were like, "No, tickets are at least twenty dollars." Yeah, what's a cheap date? It's very expensive. So then I was just said, "Oh, that's an expensive date." And so he's, I was like, "No one wants to go to the movies on a date. You can't even talk." So Wilson was like, "Oh, then we started talking about being on a date (laughs) together." (laughs) First off, first off, I never said first date. First date, that's a no. you? But but no, it's not a date. Even within the first ten dates, we're still trying to get to know each other. Oh no, movies definitely. All right. It's a part of a date. Sure. Maybe you go to the movie and then you and go, then you have dinner cool. and now you really need money because now you're paying for yeah, the, the dinner and, and a movie. And let's Hold on, at that point it's serious. Not now. Let's say let's you guys have a good time. Yeah, I was gonna say let's let's say you guys have a good time and you want to go someplace else. Now you got to worry about that. Oh, and you know it's New York. Okay. They want drinks and hookah, baby. That's drinks okay. and hookah. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Sunday brunch. Yo, Brandy. I say yo, Brandy. So, Brandy, you at date number ten, right? Isn't it a custom for the for the woman to at least offer to pay the Yeah, tip? but by date 10, for, sure. For dinner? I may. At uh, least offer date. you 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 stop her, you'd be like, nah, I got this. But see, Cut. I'll be honest, I had this conversation and I'm not one of them bitches that's gonna fake grab for the wallet just so that you could tell me, no, don't grab. I'm not finna grab because I don't need you to think I'm ever finna pay. If I pay, it's when I invite you out and I say, I wanna take you here. Otherwise, if we're going okay. out at, on a date, the man is responsible to pay for it. Now, can you say something? Hold on, now, can you say something? So, so if you're in this course, because I'm, I'm still kind of dumbfounded. He's triggered. I can see it. Look, I can see it. He's triggered. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be good. In the, in the course, if I'm going, that means I gotta go nine for nine to get to that tenth date, in order for you to even think about. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily put a number. Like, I won't say you have to reach the number 10. Like, if we've been hanging for over three months, say, and we're really kicking it, and I would say, shit, three months is what? 90 uh, days. Uh, that's a couple, like, a day to week type of thing, I would say, because, yeah. you know, you're you're in kind of heavy. Then by then, maybe I like you. I see you like me. We're going somewhere. Maybe we now have a title. Then I'll pay. I'm not going to lie. I don't. I don't believe in paying for dick, so I'm not gonna pay to be around a man. So if if I'm paying for the date, that's what I feel like I'm doing. So what is the man doing? What's he paying for? Well, that's you know what y'all signed <laughs> up for this. If we really gender roles, nigga, gender roles. Let's... <laughs> so, so 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 let me ask this. Let me ask this. Uh, are you are, are you are, are, are you yeah. one that gets are, are you one that gets turned off if the man doesn't Yo. have the whole entire date planned out ahead of time? Like if he asks you what you want to do, you trying to figure out how you trying to figure out how broke he could be. No, no, no. When I was young, I went through. No, 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 no. I'll break the bank. Hold on now. I'll put myself in debt to impress. I'll be. I mean, I'll be honest. It's it's actually my issue with dating women. So I'm by. I date men and women, but with dating women, I never know if. Damn, do I have to pay for it? Does that make us friends? How Does do that you be, decide like, that? I don't know how to decide with women. How do you decide So what does it come down to? I don't know because with women, like when me and my homegirls go out, we split the bill. It's no problem. But if mm-hmm. I'm dating you, like, and we're on a date, like I try, it's it's a mind fuck. I don't know who should pay because yeah, I'm more, I'm more dominant, but nah, bitch, you got to pay it. And I normally have more money, but it's like, okay, fuck. Like, damn, does that mean I have to pay now? And then my whole mantra goes out the window. So I, 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 
You I think my rule. I think my you rule with that. My rule of that is if you ask me, then okay. you're paying. If okay. I ask you, then I'll pay. If it's yo, just something where we ask that. each Why other, somehow that happens because I don't know when, when women interact with each other. We just I don't know. It's, it's like so this, interesting. Why does it's it like this psychological thing? But if we both are like, yo, let's let's hang out with each other, then we can split it later on. I think with women, like I'm I'm it similar. Is. Like if I'm going out with a, if I'm going out with a guy. The first few dates, like, it would be great if if you could pay for it, right? For me, it's not 10 dates, but maybe, like, on the, like, the fifth one, fifth I don't okay. mind, I don't mind treating that guy. If I really like him, I gotta if really, I really like, like him. I gotta I'm really like you. Either I gotta oh. really like you or not. If I don't like you, you, you ain't gonna hear from me ever again. I gotta really like date. you. Uh, I'm gonna have but, to stick up for the men here. Hold on. <laughs> so, so, so we have to have all the imagination for the first 10 dates, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, have to hold have on. All the see, imagination. See, that's the problem. Why can't you're we get wooed? No, 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 no. <laughs> As a man, you're assuming that the date that I, I want has to be too. something that's so out there and so crazy, right? Right, like Even a bitch will like go grab coffee. Even if over to my place. Even if I go over to your place and we chill. For I mean, me, no, like, dates don't have no. to be an expensive thing. For me, it's all about me getting to know you. If I'm going on a date okay. with you, that means I'm seeing what this can turn to. I'm someone that doesn't waste my time. I don't do dates. If, if I'm just hooking up with you, we're just hooking up. I'm not going to spend time sitting there watching uh, freaking Grey's Anatomy with you or anything like that. Like, nah, I don't do that <laughs> stuff. I do what Same. I need to do and then I leave. If Same. I'm going on a date with you i'm seeing something potentially with you so i want to have an environment where i can get to know you for me your personality who you are on the inside stimulates me more than the outside so if, i mean if, i'm if, shallow if, so but i'm with you yeah and if it and, and with that <laughs> she's getting, she's growth it's growth it's growth <laughs> Um, I'm not a materialistic kind of person. You have to understand what your love language is, right? My love language is quality time. Mine too. And, and, and uh, uh, words of affirmation. So for me, we're the same we, person. Oh. But, but see, that's my problem. I still like rich niggas and them niggas don't be wanting to give me no time. It's on daytime or, or none, which is why like, I value time so much. It's not even about the gifts or, or like, and Wilson, I was hoping you weren't going to take this into like the whole $200 date thing. This isn't like, you know, it doesn't matter how much the person spends, but yeah, like, like Aaron's saying, it's just putting, showing effort. That's it. That's so he got a, he got a chance. He got a chance. Now that I already took a shot. She was like, you make the move, yeah, yeah, you make yeah, yeah. the move, you're gonna have to spend yeah. money on that huh? Netflix FaceTime. On top of she yeah, she didn't even want to tell me she was on the Forbes. She was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't on Forbes, bro. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Not yet. I'm hoping to make it there. Word. I think we all are. Yo, I'm Brandon, can to... you put the camera down a little bit? Hold on. Cause I now I'm thinking about. He has mad headroom, right? It was bothering me too. Why mad headspace. See, that's a I, I see how y'all go. If y'all had something in your teeth or anything, if I'm showing mad head, forehead here, y'all supposed to look me out. I be like, right, send a text, it, right? Nah, send yeah, text. like send a text. Like, no, that's cool. Hold on, Mandy. I want to ask you a yeah, question real quick. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Something that's always haunted on your Twitter, right? Uh oh. Here we like, go. And I'm trying to I'm trying to clean it don't, up. Don't 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 bring up this. Yo, nah, we're not on. gonna hey, bring up nah, this subject. Nah, you're you're married. Just relax. No, bring it no, up. I'm just, just I'm just I really I really want to know because the game sounds dope, right? Because she mm -hmm. did switch. A dude has to go nine for nine on a date, mm -hmm. pay for it, and then somehow he's she still pegged the stallion. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm I'm still I'm still trying to find out how she swindled that. 
She's a con artist. She breaks men down emotionally and then <laughs> destroys them. And then once she does that, then she then says, oh, hey, I'll, I'll be this person with you. Because I'm, 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 I'm fascinated how, like, I'm legitimately fascinated how, because how much she's power self-aware. She's self-aware. Oh, Okay, so here's the thing. Yes, I, I, which is what I was even oh, saying man. with with Aaron. What, so when I go on dates with women, yes, I do normally like to take the dominant role in right. the bedroom. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that I want to be the head of household. That doesn't mean I want to pay the bills. That doesn't mean I want to <laughs> fucking no, nigga. How, who I am in the bedroom is not who I am outside the bedroom. <laughs> You're not like, real. <laughs> No, nigga, shut up. <laughs> I'm very real, but the same way, like, your sexuality doesn't define you is the same way right. I live my life. Like, what I choose to do in the bedroom doesn't necessarily, I mean, and there's a lot of people who are CEOs of Fortune 500 companies that like to be submissive in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I like to do there, like, nigga, I don't walk around with my strap. Like, that doesn't mean I'm not real. <laughs> so... This is grassroots podcast. We are not going to turn this into horror positions. Yeah, yeah, we are not doing <laughs> this right, 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 right. now. Hold on, hold on. Talk about the hold love on, side again. Let's talk about the love side. No, no, no. Look, 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 Brandon is like, no, yeah, but I mean, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying, as far as like. Who you like? Even when we were talking, I mean, we can take this back to patriarchy and like what we were talking about. Even with just who's Mm -hmm. in charge and who is not. The same way that there's double standards with, you know, if a man poses a picture at the beach, he's just posing a picture at the beach. But if a woman does it, it's a thirst trap because she's in a bikini. I mean, there's literally just double standards that we're just never going to get away from. And I believe that men should go ahead and just take on the the Rome. The, the reign can, of that double standard and pay for dates. Can, can I ask a question? Because I think I heard the word peg. Sorry about that. Uh, right. I'm Let's trying to figure out where you can edit this when it comes too. To that, done. right? Um, okay. Do you Patreon. feel like now there's just no, there's no specific, I feel like nowadays there's like the definition of what a role of a person should be in a relationship is not as defined as it used to be. I mean, obviously you used to have the women clean and did all this. The man did this, uh, but because of this uh, sexual fluidity, uh, I like to call it uh, personality fluidity in the sense that there are right. some people that like one day like myself can be super tomboy and then one day I can be super femme. It's like not being constrained in a box. I feel like that also is influencing the, 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 the dating scene aspect because it's like when you, when you ask people sometimes like what's your type? They, it's not as defined as it might have been before. Has I'll, anyone else noticed that? I'll be honest. I think it actually goes more so into just where we are. Um, we're in a space where women have the right to vote. We're in a space where women can be C- CEOs and entrepreneurs. We're in a space where women can bring more to the table than being a wife and being a, 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 a housewife. Um, and so you have kind of even what we were talking about, you know, with where Wilson and and Nas were trying to take this, the fact that I do make a certain amount of money, why am I not paying for the date if, say, I do make more than the man that I'm on a date with? So you you now have kind of just the social construct of women being bosses, women being able to hold their weight, having their own homes, their own cars, and being able to stand on their two feet without needing a man. And I think if you go back into time of dating, women needed men. And I, I will say outside of maybe in the bedroom, that's not necessarily the case anymore. Women can, can stand on their own two feet. I, Look, think, you got- I just, I just want to say that I think that just because I know all of you and know how you all think, I'll say that 
you guys are all kind of saying the same thing. I just think that it's overthought, meaning you guys go you guys go into it thinking that the guy thinks that you need him when that's not the case. The guy just could genuinely just be going into it saying, hey, I, I like you. But because you went through so many things, you've built right. this up in your head. So every time you go to in, engage, and this is for a guy and a girl, every time you go to engage, you then say, uh, well, I'll, 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 you already have this constraint. Well, no, look, we have to go on nine dates before I even consider. Like you're already setting everything up for failure, just in my perception, rather than letting things flow naturally. Just my two piece. I'm sorry. That, I don't think that's just. I don't think that's just us thing or women thing. I think that's a people thing. That's what I said. Yeah. I, said, I, said I said man and woman. I said man and woman. I'm not just women. Okay. Well, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a people thing. We yeah. ourselves go off of based off of our previous experience. A lot of times too, when people go into new relationships or new situations, they go off of it based off of what happened to them before, right. instead of treating that person as a yeah. whole new slate. And that's just mm -hmm. a habit that we all have. Um, and 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 that also contributes to the the habits that we have in relationships but also another thing too is i think that people don't spend the time to notice the patterns that they have especially the toxic patterns that they have in relationships and understand where that comes from in order to fix it because we always say we and we as people we always look at everyone else and say oh like the reason the relationship didn't work was because of that person it's because of that person sometimes we have to take a step back and be like okay Maybe I'm the one that caused it to end. Maybe I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I think that's also another thing that contributes to, to I guess, the, the processes of how we go about with dating these days too. I mean, and I opened up about that in the beginning, but are there any toxic traits that you guys have noticed in yourselves that it's been something to where, not even necessarily with this, you know, with the pandemic, but have you guys noticed a toxic trait in yourself when dating? And if so, what was it? And how did you change from, from keeping exhibiting that toxic trait? I guess, I can we start with Brandon? Can, can I hear from oh, Brandon? I yeah. wouldn't have no information on this. What? Oh. You know what? So you're just not toxic at all? You've never had a toxic oh, do trait? I have a toxic trait? Um... Yeah, but I, don't know I, I don't know that I want to. I'm not very toxic at all. I'm actually very positive. I don't know that I want to give that to you and the audience. That's oh my, my god. Own okay, Nas. I I wouldn't use the word toxic, but I I'm an asshole. 100. percent I'm I'm an That's asshole. Not toxic. That's okay. Not toxic. I think that that could be. Well, 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 how are you an asshole? Well, I do have a smart ass mouth. Like I I know how to push my wife's buttons. You know, but mm. she, she does stuff. That kind of you're married. You're, you're married. Just okay. What is, what is, hold on. First of all, I don't like. I don't like all that. Nobody's gonna put the, the handcuffs on me. Okay. I, I saw you like <laughs> down them strings on that do rag. We get some real talk right now. <laughs> we get some real talk. No, man. You know what? I think with relationships now, and I want to go back to what Manny said. I don't have an issue. If my wife made more money than me, I don't have an issue with that. I don't. I know some yeah. men do. I don't have an issue with my no, wife. That's not a problem. First of all, black, black women are soaring right now, so. Yeah, I don't have an issue. If you want to make more money and you want, want to walk around with the shoulder pads and, and, your, and your suits and your dress suit, cool. <laughs> by, by all means, rock <laughs> out. How's that sexist? My mom, my mom used to Why do why, 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 why I got to have the shoulder pads like it's the 80s, though, or the, or the 70s? Because <laughs> it's funny. It was funny, but it's also <laughs> sexist. Go on. <laughs> But no, I don't have an issue with it. If you want to make more money and, and you don't want to boss up, you own your own business, cool. But yeah, the, the answer to the second question, toxic, uh, the toxic part of my behavior, yeah, I'm an asshole. I have, I do stuff that makes my wife angry. I have my, 
Like, I have a smart-ass mouth. So you say things ahead of time that you already know are going to hurt her, but you say it anyway. I don't... I don't it's not necessarily that it hurts her, but she, she does shit that makes me angry sometimes. Okay. But that's a relationship. That's a, lot of people, a lot of people think that, oh, I've been in this relationship for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. There's no problems. You're, everybody's constantly changing. We're all works in progress. There's not one person that says, yo, I'm complete. I got it. I'm finished. I've, I know everything I need to know. Mm. If, if they do tell you that, they're bullshitting and they're lying. We're right. always changing. We're, the, my perspective that I have now is not the same perspective I had at 24. It's not going to be the same perspective I have at 44. So when 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 people say these things, you got to understand that your relationship is you constantly have to work on it. And a relationship, all it is, is who shit do you want to put up with? Because there's bullshit in every relationship. But who whose shit is worth the sacrifice to say, you know what? I kind of fucked up on that. I, you're right. I was a smart ass. I, I kind of overstepped the bounds. I apologize. Yeah. Now, I ain't reached there yet. I ain't like a nigga enough for that yet. Like as soon well, but that, as, but that, but as soon okay. as they do something, as soon as a guy does something I don't like, I ghost him and I'm like, okay, this isn't gonna work. But that, but that's, that's okay. it. What, what's the type of stuff that you don't like though? Oh my god! Like, is if it the, petty it, or is it? Nah, like, it could be like if we made plans and like, nah. I mean, I don't, I don't ask. Like, if I'm not exclusive with someone, I'm not asking them what their who their other partners are if we're okay. all in a in a in a space where we're dating i'm i'm too busy to worry about what you're doing when you're not with me um i i do like i'll cut somebody off um for to me signs of disrespect like you saying you not responding to something i think in a timely manner or you mm. shifting how how you're operating or like say we have plans and yeah. right before our plans you call me to reschedule because of whatever. Like, now you're inconsiderate of my time. Like, so I don't like cancellations of, of last minute. I don't like rescheduling. Let me, let me ask you a quick, <laughs> I, I have a quick question. And again, I'm, I'm just trying to play the mediator here, Go ahead. right? You, you're, you're, you're a content creator, correct? Yes. You travel a lot, correct? Yes. You also have to strike when the iron is hot and take advantage of opportunities when they're presented at you, correct? Yes. That said, if you are on a date and Hove says, yo, I need you to get up from that table and come do an hour-long interview exclusively with me, what are you doing? So, see, so, but I'm, what I, you're I just, bringing... I'm just asking yeah, for... I'm just yeah, asking so, for you said Hove? Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. I mean... Or, 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 or your, I mean, or your it could person be, of choice. It could be fucking anybody, choice. honestly. Yeah, or your um, person of choice. I mean, to me, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't date other content creators. So I'm not... Not that. I'm saying a regular date. No. I'm, saying, I'm talking about just, just no, but, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, to me, no. I'm not talking about once we're on a date and something comes up. Like, there's nothing that I can... I, like, I can't control that. But I've had someone to where I was dating. I let them know the times I'm in town. And we would plan a date. And then he got tired. Or let's let's do it another day. I was in the office all day. Or like you know, like stuff like that. Like especially when yeah, like I ain't got time for that. No, you're not gonna be able to just see me when it's convenient for you. And if this is how we're gonna start in the beginning, I feel like it'll only get worse down the line. I do believe that people will only do what you allow them to do to you. True. Quick question for you, Mandy. Quick question, and this is this is no shade at all at all for you. No. But does this? Do, do those situations make you realize maybe that the the men that you're selecting or the women you're selecting, the habits of who you select is something you need to fix? No, because um, 
that's the thing. Like when when I say these things, this is my experience, but I have a ton of girlfriends, okay? And I'm not the only one that's dealing with these things. So I could understand. And, and honestly, I could see if maybe I was only choosing one type of guy. The guy that I'm talking about right now works on Wall Street. The last guy I was dealing with was a professional athlete. The guy before him works in the government. So I can't even say that I'm choosing. Ooh, you, got to you said what? <laughs> Yo, chill, Yo, chill, you better chill. holler at him real quick. We gotta get no. on that line for that no, vaccine. No, no, honestly, like even a guy when I when I just went um sax, I did I went to some event. I think Brandon, I may have invited you. It was Vic Mensa was performing. Yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. that I met there works for the United Nations. Like so, even like every guy that's in my phone, Yo, I wouldn't a, say that. Diplomat. Nah, nah, legit. Like so, like yeah. United oh, Nations. Yeah, that's, a, that's a quiet. That's a quiet. You, you know, so I just I just need you to know, like Wall Street. Uh, no, nah, literally, like professional. They're all like, the, but they all have different backgrounds. They're from different countries. They're from different states. So I can't That's even tell you that my guys are in a mold. Like, are they handsome looking? Yes. Do they have money? Yes. But um, as far as like why they would all act the same, that's not. There's no reason. So it's not even who I select. It's literally like, damn, I still ain't got one that I even really like yet, or that works ha with me and my schedule. And that's the thing too, like. I was I was just on a tour. I was on I was touring since November to where I was literally out of town every week, if not every other week. So if I want someone local, you can't only see me when I'm in town. Otherwise, I need you to be able to meet me in another city. And, you know, so it just becomes dating is hard as fuck. It's especially hard when you're like a content creator and you have such a big exposure. I think that most people will never understand the schedules and things that we go through. And even for people who are in the entertainment and content creating space, there still is a little, you know, uh, the things that we all crave for in terms of having the quality time, being around mm -hmm. each other. I think like, and it's something that even still across the board, it's just something that is just not fully understand, uh, understood. And uh, certain people can handle it and certain people can't. And that's something that I've been dealing with is, you know, in, in a previous relationship is, you know, even when you tell that person, hey, I travel a lot, I do a lot of different things, are you okay with it? Most people say, yeah, they'll be okay with it, but they really don't understand until they're in the mix of it. And I think right. that's also another problem too, is when they're in the mix in it, you can be like a year into the relationship and then that's when they're like, okay, they're not handling it the best way. And then it's also just like, so how do you, how do you, as someone who, who is constantly traveling and content creation and stuff like that, like how do you even have those conversations later on? How are you able to reassure that like everything is fine and make that person feel okay? Or maybe that's a sign that you have to just get up and leave. But then, I mean, you know, yeah. when, when you have that balance of knowing when to work for it and when to pull, like to really uh, uh, push for the relationship and when to be like, yeah, no, this is not it. I'll be honest with you. I think that it's, extremely hard for me right now um i think i have a, a ton of things against me and it's an argument that i constantly have with my friend too where i've literally had to just like hang up on her because she's frustrated me but yes so i have the issue with my schedule right now but then i do also have the the, the issue where i'm dealing with a lot of the insecurities that a lot of men have so i have the insecurities that i'm dealing with where i may be making more than you i have the insecurities to where men are seeing the types of friends I have. They're like, so you just know Joe Budden. Anthony Davis is one of my, my really close friends. So I have friends with guys that they look up to or that they're like, well, why aren't you with them? You know what I mean? Like, I, and, and so then there's that issue. And then I'm not going to lie. One that I argue with my friends a lot about, like I have a really good friend who is also in the podcasting space and we go at it a lot because it's not even about the intimidation factor or anything. She constantly brings up the content. So yes, not only are all these other insecurities 
about a guy, but it's also about whether they feel like I'll be private with our most intimate settings or if they feel like I'm going to share our relationship on my podcast. And then also being with a guy who's strong enough to be with a woman who's open about sexuality. I mean, that's something that, you know, a lot of guys look for someone who looks like wifey material and for the person who's on stage talking, you know, giving tips on how to suck balls, that's probably not something that a lot of men want in their partner. So it's also the stigma attached to being sex positive and having a lot of money and having friends who are famous. And I, I mean, I just think I have to deal with a really confident man and there's not a lot out there. I would say personally, I think. I think it's hard anyway, just in the space though. Like it's hard regardless for be for all of us. Like it's it's not easy dealing with people like us. It's not easy. It's not late late nights, <laughs> narcissistic behaviors, <laughs> mood swings, Meg uh, megalomania. Meg yeah, megalomania. Like, I, what is megalomania? So if you have a more like you have a narcissist, basically, okay. yeah, and you're a narcissist. It's also a yeah, maniac. Yeah, it's also a maniac. Yo, Mandy, I wanted to ask you a question. What What are your thoughts on a man's height? And because I don't I don't want you to think that this is a I don't want you to think that this is a loaded question, but I want to let you know that I am five eight, the same height as Nas, Eminem, and Kanye West. All the greats. <laughs> what is your cutoff point and how tall are you? Yo, he's really going. I, I'm right. just curious. I'm just curious. Yeah. So I'll be honest. I thought she was the perfect person for this. I'll, I'll be guest. honest. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm, but I'm, 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 I, can y'all hear me? Kanye West, Nas, Eminem, 5'8". First off, I wouldn't date any of them. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I've literally been on Hinge and Tinder and have seen a good looking person and look directly at the height to know if I'm going to match them or not. Hold and on, I won't talk Hinge to and, and Tinder. Not anymore. Just because it hasn't worked out for me. Okay. Um, and how tall are you? So I am five one. I will not talk to anyone under six foot, but I'm a giant in comparison to you. Uh, no. So if we want to go back dunk on you, if it's she like, said, she said, foot, uh, no, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> 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 Brandon, stop amplifying it. With your height, heightism. Stop no, it, Brandon. I, I, Brandon I'm you're a, not in the position. I, listen, I'm a, kind of joke. I'm a heightist. Um, I'm a heightist. I'm a heightist. How can you be? How can you be a self-proclaimed heightist and not feel any type of way? But what because, about bagel guy? It, it's because I have kind of like the Napoleon complex. So on top of narcissism, I do feel like I'm way bigger than really what I am. So but my what? voice, my voice is loud. I I I demand the attention of a okay. room. So okay. you got to be tall. You got to demand on, more time attention. Come on, come on, come on. So I know enough about you. So now, what about a man that is under six foot do you think is not adequate? I, so I don't want to feel like I could beat your ass. Now, if he's 5'10", <laughs> it, it, oh, oh, oh. so 5'10 is too short? Yes. Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. But she a five, has a preference, oh, Wilson. Let her yeah. live. Oh, talk about, talk about, talk about. Mike Tyson is 5'10". Okay. I wouldn't date. I wouldn't date, but like, you nah. Are too small for her. That's it. Nah, <laughs> like, I, but I. So I believe that there's, like, the guys who are five eight 
have short man complexes. Like I could never deal with somebody like Kanye, since you wanted to keep bringing up his name. But like, he, like they have short men complexes where I feel like they, they feel like they have to overcompensate because they know that they're the least desired group of men because of their height. Now, I have a very specific question for you. Okay. I think that I can ask it on this show, but it's based on something that I think that I heard you say b- before in the past. Not on yes, this, not, it's not true. Not it's, about, it's about... Not while we're recording. Not while we're, not recording. While we're recording. See there? Like, y'all is... I think we need to add Nasty in front of Wilson's name and Nas's name. We need to do the Nasty <laughs> duo or something. Na- the Nasty Boys. I something. Uh, Brandon and I are quiet over here. Uh, so dudes no, under so, six foot. Brandon, no, nah, Brandon wasn't quiet when 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 they was talking about six Brandon, foot. Dudes. Brandon, how tall Brandon's are you? Brandon's not even six foot. He's I was about, about to say how how tall are you, Brandon? I'm six foot even. I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have no idea what he's talking about. He just tried to say you were five eleven. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't. I don't know what his problem is. The I know. I don't have those issues. <laughs> so upset. No shade. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, no, no, I don't know. What I is. know. I know what you know. Where my it's five nine and above. They don't get called short. Yeah, you know, they do. Five, five nine no, is five short. Nine, five nine is still considered short. It's really five ten and up. Nah. What you say about five nine? What happened? What you say about my voice? What are you talking about? He's trying to see. He's trying. To <laughs> I don't know, but this is the thing. I think that it's like, like let people have their preferences, right? I like agree. Me, I agree. When, I, when I date guys, I I prefer to date guys that are six feet and taller. That's just what it is. I don't have Period. any problems with anyone being five eight, five nine, five eleven. But in terms of just what I want, because I grew up, all the men in my family are six feet or taller. Most of them are six three, six four. That's oh, something that on. I prefer. If you have a preference, and let it rock. I think the problem is you can't convince someone to like. Oh. A height or like something. No, I agree. I agree. I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to do that. But you're telling me there's a difference between a man that's five eleven and a man that's six three. <laughs> there's a man that's five eleven and six three. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Six foot. Yeah. Yes. Five eleven and six foot. Visually, yes, there is a difference. Like, even for there example, is. there's a difference between seeing someone who's 4'11 and 5'5 five, five and a woman. Yeah, you can actually difference. see and notice that difference. That's true, but but 5'11 and six foot. Yes, there is. Yo, <laughs> funny story. Yeah. And and inch. Think, no, no, inch. That means there's an extra inch where I'm looking up at you. The way he ripped down Wilson, the way he ripped him down without even trying. The funny part, the funny story, the funny thing that I'm taking away from all of this is the fact that she tore down dudes taller than me. Yeah, yeah, but then he kept trying. He's like, well, yo, what if I was like five nine and a half, and then if I put Tim's on, she's like, no, no, sorry, no, 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 Wilson, no, sorry, Brandon, Brandon, you five eleven, stop it. I'm taller than you. <laughs> that <makes the> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Hurt just as much. Oh, I do have a question for you guys. A question for you guys. Do Ooh. you think that people, okay, if we're going to talk about preference, right? Let's not just talk about high preference, but even like ethnicity preference, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you draw the line towards it being a preference? And where do you draw the line towards it being like ignorant and prejudiced? Because some, I feel like those or, lines or a are fetish. blurred sometimes. Ooh. Or a fetish, I would say. Because like, I'm not going to lie. I, I have only dated black men. And even if I've dated someone who was mixed, they were still mixed with black. Like I've only, okay. I've only been with, with, with black men. It's what I prefer. Um, 
And, and, and it's funny because if we're talking about like just preference, I know that it's, you, you'll get used to it, Wilson. It will come to you. Like I had to get used to being the big girl in the group at one point. I mean, as you guys know, like I lost 80 pounds, but when I would be out with my friends, I would have to realize if someone didn't like me, they just Hold didn't on. like me. Like Come it on. was... Come out. Even big girls get love, though. Yeah, that's even a yeah. fetish. Short guys is not a fetish. But that's what I'm saying. No, it is a fetish, actually. There, there are people who, like, I, I have a lot of tall friends. Like, my friends and that are, like, 5'9 plus, they like short guys. Like, where? a lot of them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I need an address. <laughs> Yo, no, you are OG really creepy. Why don't you ask really her Instagram? Ask her an address. That's creepy, Wilson. Well, he's really like, hurt by this height thing. You know what? No, 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 no. Because you know what bothers me about the height thing? It's like the matter of an inch. about the height thing? There's a difference between six foot and five eleven. Trust me, we understand. Yes, Aaron, you might really need to listen. Help him out because he's lonely over there. There is a difference. It's called we prefer six and above, and we don't prefer five eleven. There's nothing wrong with it. Now, 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 if I said now, now, Come on, so now if I said, oh, no, I say I don't want to date a transgender joint. Oh, we're not going to have that conversation here. Yeah, if y'all, that water look, right now. Wilson got it. You got to edit that out too. Y'all going to have a lot of edits in this it. goddamn. Right. I see it. Hold on. I see it. If you don't, you just got to mute Wilson. No, Wilson, at this Wilson point. if you don't, here, I'll answer it. If you don't yeah. want to date someone because you're not sexually attracted to them, then you're not sexually attracted to them. That's why you are a straight man. There's also pansexuals, there's bisexuals, right? That is that attraction towards. Uh, 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 man and woman in terms of gender or yep. you could be attracted to people who are trans or not so for you to say okay i'm not attracted to this uh to 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 you know other men or i'm not attracted to people who are trans it doesn't mean that you have a problem with them being trans you just right. yourself are not sexually attracted there's nothing wrong there's with nothing that wrong at with all. that and i think that, that. that's where we get okay, the problem no, with people thinking sure. that because you're if you're not sexually attracted to them that you don't like them no that's not what it is you okay. have your sexual attractions but then you can also have people that you're friends with that who you respect it's all about a respect level right Absolutely. at the end of the day it's all about respect like i say i may not be i may not want to date a guy that's below six feet, maybe borderline 5'11", but it doesn't mean that I don't have respect for those who are 5'8 and 5'9". And also yeah, people respect you, Wilson. I'll try. Sometimes I'll try and be like, you know what, this guy, it, he treats me with so much respect and he's, and he's a really great guy, but he's 5'10". Mm -hmm. You know what? I'll, yeah. I'll go and try. I have dated guys who were shorter than six feet. Not it me. It work out because of who they were and also yeah, where I was at the time. But it's of all course. about respect level at the end of the day. Exactly. No, I was just making sure that we weren't drawing any lines at preferences. Like, what's a preference? What's not a preference? Okay, so I get it. A preference is what you prefer, but there's nothing yeah. wrong with the people that you don't prefer. You don't have to like everybody. And it's something that I even say, like, bringing it back to even content. Like, I know for a long time, even with our podcast, and, my, like, my co-host likes to read all the comments. And anything bad or negative that was said about us on YouTube, SoundCloud, she would come the next day and, okay, we shouldn't do this anymore because we got a bad comment about it. And at the end of the day, I had to like, and I'll, I'll be the bad guy on the show, but I literally don't 
put out content to please everybody. And when you get to realize, like, you will never please everybody. There's somebody that may listen to this podcast and only side with Aaron and not even really like anything that Brandon has to say. But you know what? They're still going to tune in. And at the end of the day, every take that I make, like, we live in a free country, so I'm able to say things that, yes, I know a lot of people are not going to agree with. We have a whole audience, and, and I'm very transparent I know Brandon, you know, may not want to share certain things or preferences with himself, with his audience. And however, like myself and with my audience, I've been ex extremely transparent. I've talked about being pro-choice. I've talked about dating married men. I've talked about a lot of things that maybe the average person would absolutely not agree with. So like, that's, that's where you have to look at when you're thinking of preference and prejudice and all those things. Like at the end of the day, not everyone is going to like everyone. Not everyone going to like your little ass who's 5'8". You That's know what true. I mean? It's okay. That's true. <laughs> the more you hey. know. <laughs> Sometimes it's like that. Oh, also, I want to quickly bring this up, too, just because, you know, we don't always get people who are, you know, amongst the LGBTQ plus community. So I think it's super important that we educate, especially with how, you know, homophobia is such a, a oh, vampant thing you. in the black community. Right. Um, what, how, how have you been able to deal with the fact that, you know, you, you like men and women and dealing with those stereotypes that go around it where people assume that if you like, if you like the same sex, it's like, oh my gosh, like, are you attracted to me? And it's like, no, like there's still that preference component to it. So I'll be honest, uh, the same way we were talking about dating and double standards, um, unfortunately, bisexual women don't really feel the wrath that, you know, a gay man will or a bisexual man will. So I, I you know, and and that's actually what I would love to create with with my platform is kind of that safe space for men to be as honest with their sexualities as I think we're given the the right to at this you know in this space we are as women able to be sexually fluid and open about what we like and what we don't like and i don't think that we have that space for men just yet um i think that even with the me too movement there was a lot of attack on what men do without even holding women accountable for the things that they've done um and so i mean again unfortunately double standards um luckily with the voices that were that we bring onto my platform, we have had trans men, trans women. We've had you know gays, straights, pans, like literally all the LGBTQ LMNOP um, that you can possibly think of. Um, I don't think that it's hard. I would say I think. For men, it's harder. And unfortunately, I can't speak for a man's experience. But for you and I, um, I think that it is a little easier for us to just kind of move about in the space as is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and nice. I think that we're, yeah, I think we're awarded that. And unfortunately, men aren't aren't given that same um, sexual fluidity to to be able to be themselves, specifically in the open eye. I mean, we see rappers that, you know, really throw out homophobic slurs and things because they mm -hmm. feel like they're going to be accepted more that way, specifically in the black community. Um, and it's, it's something that, you know, we have to work on. I mean, we've, we've been oppressed people. Why would we oppress our own people based off of their yeah. sexual preferences? You know what I mean? And, and Wilson, Nas, and Brandon, this is a question for you guys. Like, how do you guys navigate the, the space, especially with being, you know, being in hip hop, being personalities, and you have friends who are gay or bi or anything like that, and having these conversations, and then um, uh, having that sense of security, you know, letting people know about that sense of security that you guys have, where you, you can say, yes, I have a friend who is gay, or I have a friend who is bi, because not everyone is comfortable with that concept as well, or even having any of these conversations. Like, how have you guys been able to maneuver that? That's a good question. Honestly, I, I don't care. 
Um, I feel like the people that know me know me. They know I'm not prejudiced. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't. I have all walks of life of friends. Like I don't even worry about um, even people thinking that um, I'm gay or anything. Like that's never my thing. I'm, I care more so if, if, if you're in my life and we're friends. That's what I care about. And I care about your well-being. I could care less about anything else outside of my core and my tribe and that's just me I don't operate off of anyone else's standards that's me though but kind of what Brandon said is actually what my answer was to to Nazar Wilson's question earlier like like what what someone does in the bedroom does not define them so I really hate that there is so much emphasis on the sexuality of people because because it's really none of our business if we're not in the bedrooms with those people like if it, like wh- what does it matter why does it matter what does it matter why, if that I, door was open I agree. or closed how does that change why does it, per- it doesn't does change it that person i 100 that but i mean unless that person is like a pedophile or c- committing some type that's of different. crime that's right yeah, unless they're different. committing some type of crime but yeah. as far as the sexual orientation of a person that doesn't define them and unfortunately wow. in society now we do define people by their sexuality which is bullshit see yeah. now so now what i've seen on the show insecure Right. When, when that dude, when that dude was gay, or, or he did some gay stuff in the past, the woman judged him. And then when I watched the show Love Is Blind recently, did you did you watch that? Absolutely. Netflix? And the woman did Ooh. not judge him. He was more he was more in a place of insecurity with his own sexuality that he felt the need to keep it as a secret because he wasn't comfortable with who he is. And I'll be honest with you. So, so you think I, it was a secret like a that that made her. You said but, what? But she, like but she also. Alert. Nah, that that show's been out for a minute. What show? Love is blind. Oh yeah, it's already over. Yeah. Like the season is over. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I just want to make yeah. sure. But but you you don't think that she would have judged him at all if he would have came out up front and said that to her? But see, but see, this is what I'm talking about. about. This is what I'm talking about, Aaron. You and I, if we if we tell a man or a woman, hey, just to let you know. I like both men and women. We don't really have the same response, unfortunately, as what men have. But you're talking to a woman, I would be okay with dealing with someone who has experimented or identifies as bisexual. That doesn't bother me. I would prefer someone to be open and honest with their sexual past with me so that I know if I want to move forward. Unfortunately, we don't allow men to be honest with their sexual, with with what they've done sexually. So a lot of times there are women who are out here engaging with men who may have dealt with men before, but they're not going to say it because they're scared to be judged. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm talking about as far as a safe space. And mind you, that conversation only needs to be had if we're about to have sex or if we're yeah. trying to get to know each other. It's yeah. not a conversation that, like, if me or Brandon or or, or you guys walked into a, a, a boardroom or ESPN called y'all up or EA or whoever, the, you know, wants to have a meeting with you, Erin doesn't have to go into that meeting and wave her flag and say, hey, guys, I eat coochie. Like, it's something to where it shouldn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, y'all can bleep that out. Would yeah, you get what y'all I'm saying? <laughs> driving me crazy, man. I no, swear. wait, why is my name utilizing these examples right now? I'm innocent. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, those the 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 conversation around sexuality doesn't. You don't have to say so, if you have a, a girlfriend, Brandon. Like no one, it doesn't matter. Like even with Wilson. So like the the idea, but but 
this is what happened here and this is what happened here. This is the problem. Like, you guys make these conversations as if they need to be had over a game of spades, well, and well, it doesn't. Well, let me ask this. Do you think that there's a way... <clears throat> do you think that there's something wrong with the way how men are judged and critiqued? Be it, be, be, be it their money, height, oh. sexuality. Oh, here we go, height. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, well, that's in the mix. <laughs> right, right back to that. that that's in go. the mix. No, I'm not trying to bring it back to that, but that's in the mix of masculinity. Because, he's right, though. I, I, I wrote yeah. that. He, he's right, he's right. So, you know what I'm saying? So, but, like, but, but I'll yeah. say that that goes back to what we've set up as this this idea of patriarchy and gender roles. But do you also think it's nature? No, it's not even nature because like I said, like me and Aaron just said, as women, we've... We've, we've kind of started bending what they even feel like, what they see the role of a woman is. Because mm-hmm. our role is no longer to stay at home and cook meals because we now can have these jobs. And I would say, then we just need to start maybe bending the norms of, of how we view each other. But as long as men still want to be seen as the head of household or be the masculine person, I mean... it. Mm-hmm. I think you guys do it to yourselves. You guys have, you know, dick slinging contests in the in the club. Who can buy the mo- most bottles? Who's the more flashier? Who has the most women? It's something that you guys do amongst yourself. So that won't change until you guys start seeing what's important. You guys, I think, battle with yourselves more than y'all y'all battle with with what we think. And also, women, as women, we do have things too. Like, not to make it seem like you know, we as, we as women have things that we need to work on Brandon, too. Brandon has a rebuttal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, I, I, I was rolling until you said that. Let's get that rebuttal, Brandon. Let's, let's go. Let's, I think, yo, Brandon, I think we about to team up. Let's just drill it back, because what I will say is, yes, men do deal with those things and insecurities and all of that, but a lot of those things are put on by women with the height jokes, with the sex jokes. With the the uh, the things that men are most, um, I'll say, vulnerable with or sensitive with, women tend to poke fun at that, especially when 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 women are fed up with the guy. Men do the same, which is yeah, why, I was which say. is why we are so we're, we're so insecure about our waist being a certain size, our how ass being so fat. Are. How big? Like differences, but, but keeping up with I our nails said, and hair. I never said that that wasn't the case. I'm just saying that you tried to turn it into a, just a guy having walking around in life with issues. And I'm saying, no, a lot of these issues come from women putting men down and making them feel less than, than what they well, were. No, I, I just Also, men don't really it's, care it's about a little more. Males. I think it's a little more, dy- it's more complex than that, right? Obviously, yes, there are certain women that put men down, correct? Yes. There are certain men that put women down, correct? But right. then also there's other uh, factors outside that can affect how someone um, um, views things, right? Whether it's the lack of having a father, whether they have a father, whether it's a relationship with their parents, yeah, whether it's yeah. not the relationship with their parents, mm-hmm. whether it was maybe that they were molested at a certain point, maybe they weren't. Like, there's so many different things that affect the way that we ourselves project how we feel onto other people. Yeah. So it's not mm-hmm. just black and white like that. Yeah. There's so many different factors. I like when you get in your bag, Aaron. You be, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Everything she said. No, but I, I, I agree. So, like, w- Wilson, basically what you were saying, though, I mean, yeah. It's everyone's job. I mean, I'll be honest with you. There's conversations that I have with my podcast in the in, in the kink space, and even with this creatively, like 
we may not even see the end of it. These are going to be continuous conversations for generations past us. I don't see me changing how we view bisexual men or how, you know, sexuality is viewed as a whole. Um, I don't think we'll see it in our lifetime. And I'm about to be 30. We're all pretty much, you know, around the same time. Millennials, I would say. And I think that there's still so much work to be had. But like we were, like we were saying, like, it's just... At the end of the day, it's the conversation that shouldn't be a conversation. You yeah. shouldn't judge someone by what they're doing behind closed doors unless you're doing something behind closed doors with them. And that's that's literally that on that. I agree. Yeah. I you agree. feel me? Oh, I got Brandon to agree with me. I ain't gonna hold yeah, yeah, Brandon just, don't be agreeing with shit ever for real, for real. Yo, man, I just at at where I'm at, I just view things differently. That's all. I just view it different. But that I agree with. I agree with that just because. <clears throat> I know enough people in the community, Aaron being one, you being one. I know enough people and knowing um, how it, it it's like a cage almost. And then it's like, you don't know how to operate. You don't know how to move. So now it confuses you on your, on your people and what you should do, what you shouldn't do. And then it makes you feel insecure. I, I understand. And I'm just saying, right. it, it just sucks that it, you even have to go through that versus just saying, why does it even bring it why is it even brought into the conversation like what right. how does that how does that what how is that contributing to you as a person and what you what we're even talking about as far as content or just anything i i, I don't think it's fair to be brought up that's what i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. i mean i think that also another thing too with kind of what you guys were saying is that um we ourselves as people like at the end of the day we all have insecurities even the most confident people still have their set of insecurities Mm -hmm. but it's just about how you handle and deal with your insecurities and how you have to not project your own insecurities onto other people a lot of people don't even realize that they themselves are projecting their insecurities onto other individuals but then also it's a job of the other person that if someone is projecting their insecurities understanding where that's coming from. I think a lot of times when we're listening to people, we listen for the purpose of reacting, right? We want to yeah. react. We want to, we want to jump at them. Uh, but sometimes if for, for our, for ourselves, we have to take more time to understanding why is someone being the way that they are? doesn't mean that you have to be with that person. doesn't mean you have to be friends with that person, but just taking a step back and really having an understanding. understanding. Like for example, we've had conversations on grassroots where we talked about you know, uh, you know, Wilson, you're saying that, you know, you yourself do not have a sexual preference towards those who are trans, which is completely fine. And there's been some other conversations Wait, where like, you guys, you know, you say that you have friends who are LGBTQ plus that you are straight men and you're just not attracted to other men. And there's differing okay. views. And but you having differing views does not, for example, make you guys homophobic, which some people have said. I think that sometimes, yeah. you know, which I do the biggest find problem at the end of the day I, is I, I that people aren't listening that. for to you understand, to process. Yeah, what, what happened, people are saying or going through. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. you. I was just, I was just saying, I want to say that, that I, I do get offended when they, when like uh, viewership will say that we're or we say homophobic things. I don't think that we say homophobic things ever. In fact, I think we do the exact opposite. Yeah. Oh, that's why yeah. I think, but, but but that goes into what I was saying. If you're reading the comments and people think that, oh, what yeah, you I don't said read is, yeah. yeah, I I yeah, okay. I personally have taken that out as a. I think in the beginning, if you're a content creator, whether you're starting a vlog, a video series, or a podcast, 
I, it's it's good to see maybe the comments in the beginning. You know, maybe your audio doesn't sound good or maybe they think the visuals could be up and people will say those critiques in the beginning. But once people become invested into who you are, they literally start to nitpick every word that comes out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes, it, it almost becomes draining to even read the comments because you yeah. people can go on and be anonymous and say all the negative things that they c- could possibly think to say just because they know it's going to negative it's going to affect you. So I say eliminate that from even reading. Well also they don't know who we are, right? Like no one for example, you know, everyone assumed that everyone on our podcast was straight, right? They assumed right. that oh it's just three straight black men and Aaron. And then, you know, I felt like even for me, like at a certain point, I felt like it was important for me to even say something because for, for certain people to even think that these three guys are homophobic, like that shows that they really don't know who they are because they've been super supportive of everything. I've had some very deep conversations, even with the, the struggles that I've gone through in terms of navigating my orientation and stuff like that. And I think that like, at the end of the day, like even whether people know you in person, whether they know you via the podcast, people aren't going to truly know you and they'll only know what you allow them to know but, but that, that is goes- that that's that's unfortunately what is the mind fuck because everyone who listens to you mind you they're listening to us one to two to three times a week or for hours on end to where they truly believe they know who you are now like they know your cadences they yep. know they they know your friends now because you've shared stories about your friends they know your family now because you've talked yeah. about your mom and your dad so that's unfortunately where we had to realize we're they do think they know us yeah. and we do share enough and even if brandon isn't the most transparent person brandon people that listen to you weekly think they know you and well, I, I, I factor that in. Let me be clear. What what I'm saying is, it's, I'm just realizing for me, it's not that I don't share. I think I've shared a lot. Like, even right. being on camera, people that know me, this is a lot. Like, right. I, I was always a background guy. I've never, even though outside of being with Joe and Hype Man and all that, that's different. But even for that, that was a lot. I, I turned that down. He said, no, we need to do this. Right. Like, if you know me, it's never been about that for me. But for me, it's more so... Um, as I get older, it's more so me appreciating like the people around me and wanting to protect them. Like for example, I was with, I was on live with Lyric, right? And mind you, Lyric I really is like her. I, 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 was I was on that live. I have, I have no problem with Lyric. Yeah, I have no problem with Lyric. But my 11 year old nephew jumps on, and Lyric is Lyric. It's like, ugh, you know what I'm saying? So I'm 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 for me, I'm I'm more so conscientious of that. And then from a brand perspective, like, okay, great. Of We're course. content creators and we do all this, but yeah, I'm going to have the screw face if we're we're still dealing with with companies and businesses that are vested yeah they they're they they don't want to they're 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 thinking they're going to hear something on our end that's going to be substance or whatever and then hear something else they're going to be like oh wait hold on i didn't know that this was a part of the brand like right people don't factor these things in you know what i'm saying and that's my issue with, with with shit like that so it's not about not wanting to share it's just knowing it's now understanding what i want to share and what i right. don't want to share like for example joe button tv literally for those that know that it was 24 7 you would sit down and he would have a camera in your face you, there was no privacy there was no nothing he there's a video he busting into my room i didn't even know he's in my house my parents let him in and like <laughs> so you know what i'm saying like it's it's those things where it's like ah, uh, maybe i don't i don't need to do that now i don't feel the need to I, I will say, though, just just for you and, and from being someone who's on the complete opposite end of things, although mm-hmm. it's, it, you know, there are brands that 
you know, have shied away because of our content that being politically correct is such a gray space even now because there are so many companies that look for those diversity conversations or the LBGTQ conversations and, and are open to seeing, I mean, and I think even just we're open to hearing different takes as well. I mean, yeah. yes, there is sensitivity. Wilson, you might need to watch watch how you talk a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, um, but like, as far as the conversation, I think it is still very, I mean, it's noble. And we're making strides to changing how we view things just by having these conversations with people that think differently. So, I mean, I, I like what y'all doing. I love that all of y'all are so very different, you know. Brandon, you have a home. Nas lives in a car, and then you have Wilson in the closet. <laughs> so I think that you guys are really, you know, the, the American people. <laughs> yeah, like, word. I that rifle away. I thought you put that rifle away. Yo, none of y'all hit me with a Narnia joke. Not, y'all no, should have been so, calling me with a Narnia joint. So the funny thing is, I was let, going let me just neutralize to, that right now. No, no, I was going to, but then she started killing you. That. So I was like, I, could, I know. I didn't, want, I didn't want her to kill you and then me kill you. I was like, I couldn't I, do I did, that. I couldn't do that. I couldn't you know that. what? I, I never defend myself. Yo, the crib is customizable. Move this motherfucking rack. Show y'all the big screen real quick. Stop playing with me now. <laughs> Customizable. You just move the rack a little bit right. to the left and right. Oh. <laughs> Open it up. Tidy. All right. You move your jackets to the left and your shirts to the right. Oh, my God. Y'all but now he got a window if you do that. <laughs> Well, Mandy, I just want to say we really appreciate you coming on with us. It's been a great conversation. No, it has. And I love how, like, the combo just flowed so well. Right, and I apologize to whoever has to chop this up. Um, You know. It wasn't that bad. Oh, no. You you chopping his his audio up. There was nothing. Well, Chris, Chris, I think Chris is still here. Chris Chris has the points. Yeah, Chris is marking the points. Thank God. Yo, bless Chris's heart because we didn't have him. Thank God, because I'm not. Yo, Chris, give me a thumbs up if we're all good, man. See, we're all good. Thank y'all for having me. And and I know, you know, me coming on, you know, I know that uh, the conversation was going to be different than, I can't talk to y'all about video games. I ain't even going to hold you. This is what we're going to do, right? We we love you. We don't have no beef. We understand. We're going to try to help you. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to help you. That's what we're gonna try. Yeah, because I will say it's funny. Growth, this is one big growth circle. Aaron's growth. growth. I'm growing. Wilson is growing. Not I'm with growing. height. Growing. <laughs> oh. 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 That sucks. Nobody has a problem with any of this. Oh. All this emasculation. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. It's all good. It's all I'm good. Rolling, I'm rolling with you. That was that was foul. There's yeah, a revolution coming. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one who. Listen, listen. I had I had to throw that punch. We kept telling him stop to bring stop bring up sex yeah, conversations. Yeah. He kept you know, doing it. So I had to throw that punch yeah, and get him. Yeah, you're not, not. You, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, yo, if if this were if this were uh, normal circumstances, I would be hot. I probably would have kicked you. But because we're quarantined, I know that we're all dealing with things and so many different levels emotionally, mentally. I'm just I'm just trying to pray through it and and get through it. Rest assured. But if this were under normal circumstances, y'all would have been fighting. Woo. 
over the three inch over the three inches that y'all are different in yeah, height. That would have been pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, honestly, yeah, yeah no. Nah, thank you for inviting me, Brandon. Thank you, Aaron. Thank y'all yes. for having me. Um, yes. I, I've been on the platform before. Your fans are awesome. And by the way, I'm gonna share it on here, like I shared it when you came to my podcast. Thank you. Your live show had the best looking group of men that I've seen in a room in New York in a very long time. So I actually need another Grassroots Live when this is over, specifically for dating purposes. Um, yeah, yes, I'm going to listen, did. but goddamn, I've been to a lot of live shows, okay? I have never seen such a good looking group of people in one room like I did that night. I ain't even gonna hold you. You're welcome. That was it was an amazing live show. Friends we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Am I the only one hurt that she didn't say on stage? Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't the best looking group of men on on stage. Oh my god. I didn't even think like that. I was like, yeah, because that's where I thought she was going. I was gonna be like you took so many steps forward. I like you were up here and now you just, just keep coming down. He's man. going back down to five eight. That's where he's going. Yeah, uh, oh my god! Rifles away. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah, I can't keep. I can't keep letting him get attacked like this. Nah, Listen, but, nah, thank you guys. Nah, for thank in. you guys for having Safety. me. Thank you guys. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, he's 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 bleeding out right now. Medic, no, no, medic. No, we need a medic. You know what the people are gonna see? I showed nothing but love. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, you're gonna you're gonna win here. You may win here. You I'm a may martyr. Win here. I'm yeah, a martyr. You may win here. Um <laughs> thank, thank you guys for tuning in though, as hype. always. Jesus like how hype. we started the show, <laughs> like how we started the show and like how we end the show. Um be Jesus sure to subscribe, hit the, the noty notification button to be notified for the latest to the greatest episodes, as well as make sure you subscribe to the newsletter so that you can get the latest updates for our events. Want to thank Mandy for coming on as again, uh, always you know, taking time and showing love. Obviously, we show love back. Um, and then, obviously, you're going to toss it to Aaron. Let's go for the Discord. Yes, I'm happy you got the Discord. Join our Discord. We have so many great conversations, not just gaming, but also about music and more. On that note, I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. Brandon Kassi-Toss. I'm Wilson. Diddy Free. <laughs> it was president. Did you just say duty free? <laughs> Diddy Freeze. Oh. Yeah. oh. Brandon, yeah, Brandon did a little bit. Yeah, you froze yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, okay, yeah. we we frozen, we frozen. And, and our guest? Oh, and and guys, I'm Mandy V. Um, you guys can follow me everywhere at Full Court Pumps, and tune in to the Rona Report. Um, everywhere you listen to podcasts, as well as Horrible Decisions every Monday. Word. Uh, plug. We out. All right, we out. Bye. Grass, 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 grass.